a year to, to stop and to look back and think about uh, where we have been and what God has been doing in the past year, and then to look ahead to where God is leading us in the year ahead. Um, so today we will do that. We also have a chance to review our financial position, to elect a new vestry member, and there will be some time for you to ask questions as well. So when I look back at 2018, the word gratitude is what comes to mind. I am grateful to God for his faithfulness and his love, his grace, his provision for us. And I'm grateful to each of you for your faithfulness to God, to each other, to this congregation, and for all of the ways that you give yourselves, give of yourselves so generously to the ministry that God has called St. Michael's to. So I am grateful. And what I want to do now is to look back. Norris is passing out um, some sheets for you that um, you'll see one of them says, uh, 2018 ministry priority review, ministry priorities review. Um, So you may remember that um, beginning last year, uh, the vestry determined, discerned some priorities to shape what we were going to be doing together in 2018. Um, The first one was to protect and nurture the core of St. Michael's. The second was to engage one community outreach or service effort with our time and presence, prayer, and financial support. And then the third was to improve our internal and external communications so that we could tell better the story of who we are and what we do. And I just want to take a few moments to go through each of these and talk about what what it is that we've done and what God has enabled us to do for each of these priorities. So the first one, protecting and nurturing the core of St. Michael's. This, under this priority come all of the things that we think about as sort of the heart of our life together. So worship, prayer, education, spiritual formation, hospitality, pastoral care, evangelism. And what we did to help strengthen, protect, and nurture the core of St. Michael's um, started with this process at the vestry faithfully worked hard on for months to develop our mission, vision, and core values statements. And you have a sheet that has those as well. And I just want to encourage you to to take a look at those and to remember that our mission as a congregation is to lead people into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. There's a lot in that one short sentence It says that we want to always be growing in our relationship with Jesus Christ. And it means that we want to be leading each other into deeper growth in our relationship with Christ. And we want to be leading people who don't yet know Jesus into that kind of relationship with him. That is what we are all about as a congregation. That is our mission. And it guides what we do um, and what we don't do. Um, And then our, our vision is how we live that out. And then our values are the things that we value as a community. And I want us to keep coming back to these. um, Because as I said, when when we introduced these uh, last winter and spring, you know, these aren't worth the paper they're written on unless they get into us, into our DNA as a congregation and and shape and guide what we do um, and how we pursue what we think God is calling us to. Um, So 
I will try in, in sermons and other opportunities to be drawing us back to these to point out, hey, this is how we live out this value that we have around prayer or around spiritual growth or around outreach. Um, this is how we're advancing our mission. This is how things fit into our vision. Um, so that was, I think, a, a great um, accomplishment, the development of these statements that help us remember who we are and who God's calling us to be as a congregation. We also got to move here, which was phenomenal. <laughs> um, and being in this beautiful place has brought, I think, a real sense of stability to our worship. I think we all feel at home. Um, and that is due to, in large part, the great uh, generosity and hospitality of our hosts here at Greenwich um, and just to the goodness of God and to the fact that the saints have been worshiping in this place for a long, long time. And it is good to get to join in that. We also created a pastoral care team that is ministering to our homebound members. Um, that currently is Tammy and Barbara, and they bring um, fellowship and prayer and communion to those who in our congregation who are not able to get out regularly and join us for worship. Um, and that's been a great way to continue to, to care for this congregation well. Our second uh, priority was to engage a community um, outreach or service effort with our time and talent and treasure, basically, including our prayer. Um, and again, the vestry went through a process of, of discerning, you know, and we sought input from you all, um, who, who would be good for us to partner with. And Haymarket Food Pantry um, emerged as the logical partner. We helped birth them many years ago um, and have, have been a consistent uh, giver to them. You also faithfully bring your donations of food. Um, we were also able this year to, to give a gift from our budget of $800 to support their work, which we gave them at the end of the year. Um, and we also got to meet Father Norbert, um, who is an Anglican priest in Ghana, who was here studying for a while. And uh, we heard his story, you'll remember, and we've been able to support him and his ministry, both with your individual gifts and um, with some gifts from our budget, we were able to send him uh, $850, which goes a long way in Ghana. Um, and he was very, very grateful, especially as his ministry will be um, shifting in the year ahead. So that is really exciting that we are um, being intentional and focused about who it is that we want to really come alongside and support the work that they are doing to care for the least of these, um, the, the poor and the vulnerable and um, the marginalized who were so dear to Jesus's heart, are so dear to Jesus's heart. So that's exciting that we have done that. And then our third priority was to improve our communications. Perhaps the least exciting, but maybe very impactful <laughs> priority. So we developed our beautiful new logo. I'm sure you all noticed the signs on your way in this morning with the new logo on them. Um, and that logo represents both the centrality of our faith in Christ to our identity as a church and also the way that God weaves us together into community. Um, so we have this, this symbol uh, that expresses a lot about who we are. We launched a new website that is clear. It has a sort of, uh, I think, a winsome presentation of who we are to the public. Um, the website also features audio recordings of sermons 
Um, and those are actually available on a podcast too. So um, people can listen to those if they can't make it here or often, and uh, the bishop has, has told me this many times, when people are checking out a church, they first, they, they go search for one on the web and they often will listen to sermons before they come. So um, hopefully that doesn't keep them from coming, <laughs> but draws them in. Um, so we're excited to have that available. Um, we launched our e-newsletter that you're getting monthly um, to help keep us informed uh, within our community about what's going on in our life together. Um, so, y'all, we've done a lot of work in this last year, and you should be very proud. Um, I am very grateful. Um, all of this was made possible by God's faithfulness and grace and by your generosity. Um, you have been so generous with your time and your talent and your treasure. Um, you are a very, very generous congregation, and I am grateful. Um, and so with that, I want to invite Fran and Norris to come up to help take us through our uh, year-end financial statement for 2018. And then a little later on, we'll take a look at the 2019 budget. So generosity uh, is really what moves me today to stand here in front of you. Every uh, year, the vestry works very hard to consider and review what's our vision, what are the priorities, how do we fulfill our mission going forward, and what is the budget we need to support that. We carefully pray about it, we evaluate every line, and uh, then we sense God's leading and confirm that budget. Uh, the thing that, about generosity is uh, every year we, we say, okay, we need this and that. Every year you all have given more. You have given more than what we asked for. This year, uh, this past year for 2018, we asked for you all to give us $120,000. You all gave $126,000. $600. To me, that is a sign that really moves me because it says to me, God is here, God is moving us, God is seeking to fulfill his purpose through us. And that purpose is really important. It's special. It is to reach people who are now empty nesters, whose children are now going to college and moving on, and seniors. We are really all about reaching this group that largely goes unreached around us. And so that is our mission. This is what moves us. And I just want to thank you so much for your generosity because I know you're not just giving to St. Michael's. You're giving so God's purpose and mission can be fulfilled here. And I really thank you so much. Thank you, Morris. Well, I gave you a copy of the financial The first one is the budget, actual, and then the actual for 2018, and then the proposed budget for 
Most people like to look at that as what uh, we spent last year for the total compensation and what we got for this year. Total compensation was 53000 and the budget of uh, 57000 for this year. The food gets covered. The, oh. Yeah, the compensation covers the nursery worker uh, and Angela, the secretary, and Doris, and a wonderful pastor. to draw your attention to a couple of lines in the budget. Um, one of the nice things about being in this church is that we actually have three priests, two of whom have come to join us in addition to Aaron. And that David Harper does come to these services for us whenever Aaron is away. And sometimes Aaron asks um, Chuck Reader to lead service, which he is very happy to do. And so I think that adds a little element of enrichment to us when we have that, when we have that backup to that. Um, that's one thing. I've done the operational revenue expenses. All of that uh, covers all the different expenses we have to have an office in Gainesville. Um, nice office, actually. Um, just like I told the secretary, has a nice uh, couch and armchairs, little living room space, and a separate private office for our pastor. Uh, in outreach, the um, where it says donor, that's the diocese of Mid Atlantic, that's our bishop. Uh, he has a very lean staff, um, and these, the amounts there are what we were able, we were able to donate 5800 and 20 towards his uh, support for this past year. And we're looking at doing about the same amount for this coming year. One of the things that the investor resolved to do also is to begin over a five year period, uh, seek to tithe uh, our church income to outreach, to other outreach projects. And we decided we would begin by tithing that increasing 2% a year. So this year we're going to be 
2% only verbal income for outreach, and then next year 4% until we finally reach 10% of our budget. And just to flesh out that a little bit, it's in nonprofit world, it's considered best practice to keep between three and six months of operating expenses in reserves, which we have. Um, so, and then um, we are looking, because you all were so generous and we came in $15,963 over um, under budget, or in, we've got that much in the black, um, we, the vestry will be prayerfully discerning what we should be spending that uh, money on to advance our, where we think God is leading us. So that's, some of that's the money that's in there as well. Yes. Are we still covering insurance on the trailer that we're not using? Yes. One module. Yeah. Yes, any, way, any way to reduce that? The, the trailer, not the module, modulars. Right, the trailer, yeah. the one that's parked. Oh, the it's not And we have offered that to the diocese um, if there are any churches that could use the trailer since we're not using it so they know it is available um, and hopefully we'll be able to give that along as it was given to us. Any other questions? If you, you'll find it um, under core ministry. It's the fourth line down, outreach contributions worship place. Um, you'll remember that uh, Greenwich doesn't charge us rent. Um, this is available to us to use free and clear. Um, we are delighted to be able to give them a gift to thank them for that. And that's what that budget line is for. Anything else? I'll draw our attention back to a couple budget items in, for 2019 in a few moments, but this is great news. So praise God and thank you very much. And thanks to Norris who keeps us all on track.
it is a good, good thing. <laughs> I, I am very grateful. This English major is very grateful. Um, so now we get to look ahead. That was looking back. Now we get to look ahead. And just like I said that, that gratitude is the word that comes to mind when I look back at 2018, when I look ahead to 2019, that the words that come to mind are hopeful dependence. Um, I think God has given us a lot of hope. Um, and I am grateful for that. And I think that God is going to be calling us to, to some things that are going to require that we grow in our dependence on him, um, which is exactly how he wants us to be. Um, and that is a good place to be. So hopeful dependence um, is what comes to mind for me as I look at this year ahead. Um, at the end of 2018, the vestry decided to... Um, we thought about what do we want our ministry priorities to be for 2019, and we decided, okay, let's really sort of continue to, to buckle down and, and, and press on with these same priorities that we had uh, last year. So you'll see on the back of one of your sheets the 2019 ministry priorities, and I just want to give you a, a taste of some of the things that um, we are planning, God willing, um, to, to do to um, address these priorities. So... The first one, strengthen and nurture the core of St. Michael's. Um, one of the big things that we are wanting to focus on this year is adult education. So having uh, Chuck and Pat lead the Bible study on Esther on Sunday mornings has been such a great gift. There have been like 15 to 20 people there um, the two Sundays I was there. So that is a great, I'm, I'm just so grateful that they are able to do that and, and so encouraged by your enthusiasm for that. It's just really lovely to see you all. Um, eager to, to learn more about God's word. And we have some other um, adult education opportunities in the works and the plans for the year ahead. So we're excited to be able to expand that a little bit. Um, we want to grow our pastoral care team. Um, we want to update and develop some policies and procedures. Um, continuing ed for me. So there's a line in the budget you'll see um, under staff compensation that's training and transportation, and that's um, money for me to buy books and go to a conference and continue to learn so that I can pass some of that on to you. So I'm very grateful for that. Um, and then I, the, the big thing that I think we're going to be looking at, um, particularly in the next couple of months, is as Fran mentioned, you know, we as a whole congregation discerned in, in the last year and a half or so that we do have this special call to reach empty nesters and seniors. Um, you know, lots and lots of churches want families with young kids, and we love families with young kids, um, but not a lot of churches say, you know what, there's an, a demographic at the other end um, that needs care and attention and Jesus, <laughs> too. Um, and that's who we really feel that God has equipped us to, to reach so what we'll be doing is um, taking some intentional steps to, to think about how could we go about reaching out to that community around us, the empty nesters and the seniors. How could we do that in a way that is um, intentional and focused and very doable for who we are? Um, so this is going to take some prayer. It's going to take some good creative thinking. It's going to take some willingness to try new things and see if they work. Um, but what I want to do to start us on this process is um, have two congregational meetings in March. So you may remember that back in the summer of 2017, we had a couple of congregational meetings that were just 
listening meetings um, so that the vestry and I could hear, you know, what your thoughts and reflections and experiences were on, on St. Michael's and where you wanted us to go. Um, these will be similar, but they'll be focused on the idea of how do we reach the empty nesters and the seniors around us. Um, so those will be March 3rd and March 17th, Sundays after the service. We'll do a potluck lunch in the fellowship hall and the meeting. Um, they'll be the same meeting, so you can come to both if you want, but you don't have to. We're just giving people multiple opportunities to come. Um, and I will be sharing some questions for you to be thinking about um, beforehand to help guide our conversation. Um, but you have great ideas and you have great experience and you are in this community. And so we want to think together and pray together about um, how might God invite us to try to reach folks in our community. Um, so I am really excited about those meetings um, and looking forward to hearing from you and through that, I think, hearing from God. So you'll be getting more details on that as the time comes. And then from there, we will um, try some things out, <laughs> you know, depending on, on what emerges, we'll make some plans to say, how can we both individually and sort of together as a congregation, try to reach these folks um, who Jesus loves and um, who we want to love Jesus. Um, and that's really the goal. So um, that I'm very excited for us to do and look forward to see how God leads us in that, which I am confident that he will. Um, our second priority to solidify engagement with our outreach partners. So as Fran mentioned, um, the vestry decided to move towards the practice of tithing the church income um, to outreach. And by outreach, um, we mean service to the poor and the needy in our communities and around the world. Um, and so just like we know that God calls us as individuals to give a portion of our income um, to his work in, in the church, um, we as a church want to be giving a portion of our income to his work of serving the most vulnerable um, around us. And so I am really excited to, that we're taking that step of faith. And again, we're doing it, I think, uh, smartly and responsibly and incrementally. So we'll be doing it 2% additional every year so that over five years we'll work up to giving 10% of our income um, to outreach. So that um, I'm, I'm really excited about and grateful for. Um, we'll continue to support the food pantry. Um, we'll continue our food support, our financial support. So that's where some of that money will go. Um, and I'd love for us to, in this year, figure out how to commit to regularly praying for the food pantry and those they serve. Um, and then to explore if there might be some ways that we could volunteer there on some sort of regular basis in a way that works with us, um, but just see how we might be able to support the great work that they do in our community. And then we'll explore um, a global outreach partnership, perhaps continuing to support Father Norris or just see, see where God leads on that. But we want to continue to solidify those engagements so that we really do have a sense that we're partnering with them um, and that we are supporting their ministry however we can. Um, and then the last priority um, to improve internal and external communications. Um, so internal stuff, uh, again, we'll continue with the e-newsletter and 
look at are there other things that we need to be communicating on a regular basis um, within our community. In the very unexciting but very important world of databases, <laughs> we're getting a new database system, which will not only help us keep track of information better, it will make it really easy to, say, print directories and things like that, so it'll help us stay connected to each other as well. Um, and then our external communications, part of that exploring um, how we reach the community around us is thinking, you know, are there, are there ways that we just get the word out, um, whether that's advertising or other materials, you know, brochures, things that we can give to people. So Norris mentioned that as well in the budget. There's a line um, for that. So we'll be looking at just continuing to try to, to do a, a good job of telling the story of who we are um, and what God has called us to. Um, so if you will turn back to your uh, budget sheet, there are just a couple things I want to um, draw your attention to. Um, so again, if you look at um, under income, the first line, general offering. So last year we'd budgeted for 120000 You all gave 126, which was amazing. Before that number had come in, the vestry had already approved the budget at 123000 And we felt like that was you know, a step of faith to say we're, we're asking for a little more than we had last year, and um, this year you exceeded even what we're asking for next year, so that was great. Um, again, I wanted to highlight, um, as I did under core ministry, the outreach contributions and worship place, that's the gift that we give um, to Greenwich in gratitude for their great hospitality. Um, under communications, you will see the advertising line of $1,500, so that's a new, um, a new item there. Um, you'll notice under operational and admin expenses, those are you know, pretty steady and quite uh, trim, so we do a good job, I think, of keeping our expenses down there. Um, and then under outreach, um, the Benevolence Fund, that is... Um, money that's available to me to um, give, to provide for people in our community who may be facing some financial need. So if that is ever a situation that you are in, um, please contact me. Um, that's a, a private confidential matter, um, but there is some money available for that. Um, and then as Fran mentioned, our gift to DOMA. So the diocese asks for a pledge of 4.1% um, of income from its congregations. That's actually quite low. Many dioceses ask for 10%. Um, so last year we actually gave, I think it was 4.6%, and our income was higher than we had budgeted. So that's why the, the amount was 5,800. We've brought the um, number down that we're budgeted for in 2019 to 4.1%, which comes out to 5,500. So um, that's why those numbers are a little off. But we are, we are giving um, what we are asked, and the diocese is very grateful for that. Um, and then you'll see on that last line there, the outreach projects, that $3,000 is that 2% of our um, projected income that we'll be giving away. Um, so any questions about the budget for 2019? Yeah. Uh -huh. That's what we're going to figure out. <laughs> no, we're going to, it, it in part depends on how we decide we want to try to 
engage the community around us, and then we'll know what it is that we need to, to do to, to get the word out. So we're figuring that out. But we wanted to have some money for it. Yeah. A couple of times you talked about different people I've been talking to about getting name tags. Mm. And you, you just mentioned that you're going to get a directory for the congregation. The courtesy is that we don't need name tags. We should get a photograph taken of each person in that directory. Put that in there. That's only a one-time thing. Yeah. Yep, that's a good idea, and um, the database will do that handily. But I like the name tags idea, too, because especially for new folks, it's nice. Um, you meet somebody, and then you come back the next time, and you feel like you should remember their name, but you didn't, and you know, it just helps with all that. So thank you. Those are both good ideas. <laughs> um, yep. We could do that. Yeah, yeah. Other questions? Questions uh, more broadly um, on anything that we've said so far? All right. Well, I want to um, just say a very, very heartfelt thanks for the vestry. Um, if you all would... Stand. Actually, come on up here. If you have been on the vestry, would you come up here? I actually just want to pray for you and bless you and give thanks. These folks do hard work, <laughs> um, a lot of hard work, and they are lovely to work with. And we laugh and we have a good time, um, and I'm just so grateful to have these fantastic partners. And especially for Sharon, who has rolled off the vestry. She has completed her term, and Sharon... <laughs> you just bring so much joy and light to our meetings and to our life together. And I'm grateful for that. So um, I want to just pray for you all and then invite you to share your thanks to them. So let me pray. God, thank you. Thank you for Fran and Tammy and Sharon and Bob and Mike and for their willingness to say yes. Um, and to serve you and this congregation by being the best way. I'm grateful for their wisdom, their experience, their faithfulness, um, and their hope. So God, I pray that you would bless them, those who are continuing to serve, and that you would bless Sharon as she steps into new things in this time in her life. So God, thank you. We are so grateful. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you. <laughs> oh, my. Who knew? <laughs> um, and so now we have the opportunity to elect a new vestry member. Um, and Debbie Hamrick has uh, agreed to stand for election. Um, and since she is our one candidate, I believe that we can uh, vote by acclamation rather than having to uh, have ballots and all of that. Um, so can I call for a, a vote to acclaim Debbie's election as vestry member? All in favor say aye. Aye. Woohoo! Would you come up and let me pray for you? <laughs>
God, thank you for Debbie. Thank you for all of the um, wisdom and experience you have given her. Thank you for her faithfulness and her willingness to serve um, when you call. God, I pray that you will bless her, um, that you will multiply her time as she gives time to St. Michael's, um, and that um, you will just work through her and the person you have made her to be as she helps lead us in the years ahead. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Anything else before we close? John? Yep. And I'd like to come back. <laughs> but I don't think I'm going to do a lot. But I would like to dedicate myself to assisting these people, the Christophers, the lay readers, and the acolytes if we ever have any more. <laughs> we got a few X, we got a X in the <laughs> Thank you, John. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate your long years of service and your faithful support for all these folks. Fran? Yes, uh, and he reminded me, uh, we are trying to, we have formed a group of people who are going to become our lecturers, but in addition to our university ministers, we're going to have other members of the congregation come forward who are going to read these other scriptures. So, things are progressing. Yeah. Sharon, did you have something? Very quickly, one of the problems that a lot of us Christians have is, why am I here, God? What is my job? Mm-hmm. What am I supposed to be doing? And it came to me some years ago when another uh, Bible study member had been wondering this about for herself. And I said, I look at it this way. If I've already done what he saved me to do, thank you, Jesus. I hope you were happy with the result. If there's still something that I, you're going to have me do, then keep equipping me. Mm-hmm. And, and if I'm, if I'm you know, kind of doing that already, help me do it better. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Amen. Makes me think my college roommate had a, a post-it note stuck above her desk that said, God doesn't call the equipped, he equips the called. Um, and lo, these many years later, I still remember that. So thank you. Thank you. And with that, let's pray and conclude our meeting. God, thank you. You are good beyond our comprehension. Um, and you have invited us into your body, into the, the body of Christ. So we continue to pray that you would continue to bless St. Michael's. God, would you draw us each into deeper fellowship with you? And would you draw us out into the world to do the work you've given us to do? Um, And we pray that you would equip us by your spirit to do that work. God, we want to go where you are leading and nowhere else, um, but we want to be quick to go when you call. So give us ears to hear and hearts that are willing to follow your lead. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So let's stand. And sing our closing hymn.